There's a fucking there's a breeze coming through the window right now that is like perfect. It's hitting hitting the fucking spot and it's fantastic. Uh, I'm on I'm on a whole another level right now because I think this is the I first time suggesting they're the same person. Uh, yeah, go on. Uh, this is the first time I think ever that I like recorded something else prior to recording the podcast. So I've already been recording mm. for a duration of time, so I'm I'm loose. I'm feeling good. Just Me and Mike are recording time. too. You you Mike, got your recording voice all set up and ready to go. Ready to go. Yeah. Mike and Mike and Dom were fucking playing a little Freddy Fortnite, so they're they're all loose and ready to go. Todd we were streaming. Was, we were streaming. Streaming on the old interwebs. Did you lock in the dub before you came on? Are we are we living oh, in a, a post dub universe? We got some second. We got some second place. Some second place finishes. Okay. Okay. I don't need these, but I might buy these. So, I guess I guess maybe starting starting a show after I record something else is not good because I had <laughs> I had a fun anecdote. Like I had a very good anecdote to start things off with. Start the show off with a little bit of chaos. And forgot what it was. Yeah, no couldn't idea. have been that good. No idea. Not a clue. No, it's gone. Not a clue. Sorry. Not a thing. Not. A, I, I guess since this is going to be a talk about specific things episode, I'll, I'll throw this out there uh, to to the group. I started playing. Actually, no. It, this is related to things we're going to talk about later, so I'm not going to start off this way. Hey, this is a wait, horrible, whoa, whoa, wait, horrible wait, no, segment. go back though. What were we going to say? You started playing what? I don't know. We'll see. I'll bring it up later. I'll bring it up later. Maybe it's E3 related. Who's to say? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, anyways. Welcome, everyone, to the Pass Control Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests. Sometimes we talk about who the fuck knows. Either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host, Brennan Groom, and joining me on this lovely Friday evening, it's the anime senpai himself. He's so money and he doesn't even fucking know it. Michael is here. Mike, how are you this evening, sir? You know what? I think I'm starting to get hit with that same breeze you're talking about. It's a good breeze, right? It's a good breeze. I wasn't prepared for it, but I can feel it kind of coming past me. I, like I, I wasn't even. My monitor's in the way. Because, like, I, again, I've been back here in this room recording a, a PAX Online panel uh, that you, you, you listeners and viewers out there can look forward to it next month. Um, and it was hot, and I was sweating back here for the last hour and a half. But now... Got these cool breezes coming in that were not here before, and it's feeling feeling real good. Bro, if you cut your hair, you wouldn't even be sweating. You'd be like, "Fucking nothing's going on here." No, I'd still be sweating. I'm a fucking disaster at this point. <laughs> um, also joining us is I, I got to switch it up. Not you're not. I feel like you're not playing. I feel like you're still playing Monster Hunter, but like not a lot. Like it's not like no, you're Persona at this point. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? No, so, I'm all over the place right now. I don't know what I don't know what this guy's name is. I don't know. Like Chivalry is not dead. Yeah, I guess I, Todd I, Gary. Yeah, that's probably what I've been playing the most. To be honest with you, yeah. Uh, the 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 most chivalrous gentleman on the planet, Todd Gary. Todd, how are you doing tonight? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> uh, and then rounding us out, this is a weird day. I should have I should have went for the trifecta. I should have went and found Mike somehow. I should have like brought Mike a fucking coffee or something or good night fatty because not only did I see Todd this morning, but when I left seeing Todd for a work related matter, I fucking almost ran over Dom in the street. Fucking oh. joining us, rounding us out, the Disney daddy. Had the week off last week. Dominic forty. Dom, how are you doing? I'm uh I'm here. <laughs> I so after I had saw you today, this afternoon, I texted or I was talking to Todd and I was like, Todd, I just fucking ran into Dom. He's like, What why is Dom up here? And I told him where you work. I and, forgot, yeah, I forgot. And he was like, 
feels like, oh, did you go in and see him? I was like, why the fuck would I go inside? Why would I just pop in? Like, yeah, hey, I was in the neighborhood. I feel like fucking dropping by the fucking the old establishment. Could you take my temperature real quick? Yeah, not not a place that you really want to be if you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So I'm assuming you were grabbing some chicken guys or whatever was over I there. Was. Right. Yeah. I was. I wish it was chicken guy. It's not chicken guy. Oh, what was it? Chicken guy is Guy Fieri's. Oh, what was this one? Isn't the similar uh, like similar name at least? Isn't it like the, the fried rice? I think it's called. I think it's called. I think it's called the Cluck Truck. But was it? Is it not good? No, it's good. It's not. I mean, it's not. It's not Guy Fieri's. <laughs> yeah, I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. This is this is a this is a show. This is a network guy, guys, sons. If you're listening to this, like we 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 would respect that name. We say Fieri in these in this household in these households. So you want to come on here, guy? You want to promote your next cooking extravaganza? Some other things? We're your people. This is this is a Flavor Town friendly show. Okay. This, yeah. This t- this show definitely is is. Aired in Flavortown. Yeah, this is we're, we're the we're the number one video game podcast in Flavortown. That's actually we should make a T-shirt. That's our fucking <laughs> the, the number one video game podcast in Flavortown. Oh, yeah. guy, if you're listening, come on down. We we got a, we got room for you here. That would be a good fucking episode. That would be a real fucking good episode. You think Guy Fieri too... plays video games? No. I I maybe like if his kids. Said, hey, hey, Dad, let's play a little something. I don't think he's like. I don't think he like sits down on the couch and says, "Let me pop in." Let me pop in. I, the actually, I actually think he's a big Forever Bowl guy on VR. I think he probably sits in his giant living room and fucking bull strikes all day. Are you saying I, that based on his shirts? I believe that. <laughs> no, I just it just seems more his style. I think I I think if I remember correctly, he learned to cook from cooking Mama. <laughs> Listen, that sounds accurate. This, I, I think this, I read that somewhere. I think at, I learned that at his restaurant in New York. <laughs> at this point, it's actually a fucking travesty that we don't have like a good cooking either sim or cooking mini game starring Guy Fieri. Like we need that. Like why don't we have Guy Fieri's fucking wacky coxiner or something? You know what I'm saying? Or it could be like it could be like Tiger Woods too. You get a yearly thing, just like somewhat updated. Like... I'd eat the shit out of that. Like I would eat that <laughs> the fuck up. That would be great. Just to, like every year, you get you get to see the new cover. Like, oh, yeah, yes. right. what shirts are you wearing this year? <laughs> oh shit! Fucking Flavor Town twenty twenty two has got the dopest cover, best cover to date. Flavor Town twenty twenty two. I think we got something here. Oh, oh man, hit him up now. I'm upset this doesn't exist. Yeah, right. it needs to. It fucking needs to. You know what's crazy though is that I'm picturing myself. This would be great for VR, but we wouldn't get a cover for a VR game. But I still want that cover. Oh, we'd make physical. Can I get a physical copy for we, a game we, that exists solely in digital? We'd, we'd, we'd go the physical copy route that's just a case, and we have a download code inside. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, perfect. Or, or hear me out. It's a, it's a download code. Also, flip side of that piece of paper, a it's recipe a cu- for some donkey coupon. sauce. <laughs> right. Donkey sauce Cubano sandwich. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I think kick. we're on something. Little little kick in there, or maybe, or maybe this is how we encourage the collectors out there. This is how we encourage the 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 the, the foodies out there. There's like five different recipes, so like different copies, random loot box chance of getting a different recipe. Can't post them on the internet. That's just breaking the rules. You got you got to get that physical piece of paper. You know what I'm saying? Right. How do you feel about this, Mike? I'm on board. 
Okay. This right. is honestly probably okay. one of your better ideas, if not your best idea. Listen, if there's one thing I know, it's that Guy Fieri is a fucking national treasure. Like the the the, the fact that Washington D.C. is the capital of this country and not Flavortown, USA. What are we doing, folks? What are we doing? If we could go back in time and change it from Philadelphia to then D.C., we should do that. Flip, flip, flip a fucking burger, baby, and put some donkey sauce on it. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, mm. a couple housekeeping things before we not do this for an hour. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by my boy Guy Fieri. What if that was the real thing? Like, What if we had a Guy Fieri sponsorship and that was the lead up to it? Like, what was the real thing? It's not, I, but what if it was? I'll be blown away. Absolutely shocked, flabbergasted. Use discount code Mikey D at Flavortown Kitchen and get yourself a free side of spicy french fries. You know what I'm saying, Mike? Imagine if we had that kind of pull. I do love that Mike's uh, overlay right now gives him even more sass than he normally is displaying. <laughs> yeah, this is... Because I don't normally emote, I have to have these filters do the legwork for me. That's smart. I mean, that's that's yeah. just living in a future world, Mike. Like you're you're mm-hmm. living in a in a plane, an astral plane beyond ours. Like I'm, I hats off to I'm you. Three thousand and eight. You guys are two thousand and late. I keep saying. Oh, it. are you in a are you in a fucking are you doing a black a BEP episode? Are we doing a BEP episode, <laughs> boys? We back in back on the BEP. Train? I hope not. That was a mistake. The last time it happened. Pretty sure when I yelled Guy Fieri, Navi was like, I'm out of this fucking room. We're done with this. Uh, anyways, this episode of the podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area, the North Shore of Massachusetts on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, you can head on down to One Washington Square and get yourself a delicious fatty and educate yourself on what these tasty, tasty treats are. I already got my fatties this week, and let me tell you, fucking stellar weekend. Knocked out of the park. They have a rotating selection of fatties every weekend that alternates and never the same. Always different, keeping it fresh. Flavors come back, but they're never the same week to week. Um, yeah. And if you were looking for something hot, something sweet, something spicy on the weekend, on the fucking weekend, they got you. On the weekend morning, on a Sunday morning, I'm, I'm losing myself right now. I'm feeling, I'm feeling myself right now. Uh, Sunday morning, head on down to One Washington Square and get yourself a delicious chubby. And let me tell you, I love a good chubby in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love waking up, putting a big old chubby in my mouth. It's fucking delicious. A little bit of sriracha. Spicy chubby, delicious. Fucking delicioso, Mike. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't like that he always directs these questions to me because I know, you, I, I, I know you know. I know I that you. I listen. Anytime you talk about chubbies, I don't know what you're talking about. Just you don't, that. You, wait, hold, you don't get chubbies? You know, abstaining, abstaining from. Do you question. not go to Goodnight Fatty on Sunday mornings and indulge in their breakfast offerings? Maybe. Okay. Okay. Anyways, there's no way you don't wake up with a chubby in the morning. There's no way. (laughs) There's no other way to wake up. If you're not waking up with a chubby on a Sunday morning, you, my friend, are not living. So, Brian, you told us you told us earlier that you had like one drink, and now you're doing a mai tai. Is that what's happening? Correct. Jen is texting me. I will refuse from looking at it because it's gonna be either (laughs) shut the fuck up, what are you saying, or shut the door. And you know what? We're fucking doing it live. Uh, Anyways. Check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and educate yourself on these tasty scrum diddlyumptious treats. A couple other housekeeping things before we move on into today's episode. Uh, The PTC Movie Club pick for June is Todd's pick, and I didn't change the notes, so I don't know what it's called. But Todd, what is the movie called? Agoon. Nope. Guess. Brennan, guess. 
<laughs> I want you to guess what the title of the film is, please. Yeah, I'm it's down It's two for words, that. right? Is it two words? Two words, shot time. I think, I, think, I think it starts with the. So it's three words with the, or two words yeah. with the? Okay, so it's the nice guys. No, the wow. thin red line. No, it's not. It's not that. Is it the nice guys? <laughs> yeah, you got it. Okay, so watch the nice guys this month. We're running out of time. The 18th as of this recording. So watch the nice guys before the end of the month. Last episode of the month, we will talk about the nice guys. The nice guys featuring Ryan Gosling and, and Mark Russell Crowe. My guy. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 sorry. I'm a, I'm a movie file. I'm a cinephile, <laughs> if I may. I'm, a, I'm an actual oh, movie this viewer. Is, this is perfect. We're never going to get around to what Brennan actually wants to talk about, but I want to quickly bring this up. What? <laughs> oh, go what? ahead. What do you, you want to bring up? What do you um, want to bring I'm up? Gonna, John I'm gonna bring this up. Grism, whatever the fuck his name is, John Goodman. Yeah, I'm gonna bring that up to. <laughs> I'm gonna bring that up to Dom. I was actually gonna ask Dom a John question, Grism? but yeah, no, right. I That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> the firm. So Wait, what? <laughs> I, I can't remember how it came up, but we were we, we were talking about, about movies. It went to the. Uh, actually, I'll leave it at that because I, I, then it will give something away. So yeah, I don't. I don't remember exactly how it occurred but at some point john goodman had come up in conversation organically i believe okay yes organically how do you correct. think how do you think brennan referred to john goodman what how did he reference him as i, I the person I from x role yeah you know Ooh. how like, sometimes you might be like oh, oh the guy from, from whatever community. No, don't, don't. from community right? you're, you are an actual oh. idiot <laughs> I was, yeah. it's, no, fair, was trying, I, he, it's fair because i was gonna say oh yeah he's the dad from coyote ugly <laughs> oh, I wouldn't have got that. Yeah, well, I, so, I so, know, that's. I feel like he always has like some weird role. He has a weird role. Oh, but, uh, Fred Flintstone. I would have accepted that. That would have been fine. That would have been better than Community w- Mike, because he was the lead <laughs> character in a feature. Oh no, yeah, like, 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 that. Like, like I would argue. I would argue that John Goodman's role in as the air conditioner president. Is integral to Troy's character, and I would say, yes, important role. Yes. Lead character? No. But it's an ensemble cast. Who's actually the lead it's character? A, it's an ensemble cast, and he was a guest was a, character. Yeah. Like five for like all for, for all of like five episodes max. And I think that we should have we sh- I should have picked the big Lebowski then. Then you could have been like he, he's the big, big Lebowski. Lebowski, Lebowski. There's no way you yeah, you probably like start like in bits and pieces. Exactly. You've seen Absolutely. the Big Lebowski, and you still chose Community to reference John Goodman. <laughs> Not even Roseanne. What's Not his most important about. role to me as a human being, as an individual? He's the air conditioner. Fred Flintstone. Air conditioner man. <laughs> who who were yeah. who played who played Wilma and 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 uh, and uh, Bar- the, Barney the guy that got Rick- punched in the Barney Barney was Barney. Wilma. I can't remember. Barney was Rick Murray. Betty was was Roseanne. Was, uh, was, Rose- was Rose- O'Donnell. Rose- O'Donnell. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, I did know uh, that. Halle Berry was Halle Berry was in the film as some. Yeah, she was for the movie. She was somebody stone. I think. I think. I feel like. Her, I mean, that's. Yeah. That's. A, yeah. yeah. They all. They all had. I mean, yeah. Build. Like John um, Goodman Elizabeth has Perkins. Roles. Yeah. Um, Mike, I do want to say that like you look like the type of person that I'd ask, "What can I take out from the TVA?" Uh, library, and you would tell me to go fuck myself. That's what you look like right now. I do look like that. I, I honestly just look like a Bratz doll to me. Yeah. 
Brad Stahl. That's Brad that Stahl. was what I was thinking. I got. I, I have a theory. I want to test out. Mike, you know what? You look kind of cute right now. What do you want me to say to that? I don't you want know. me to I just change the filter? I was, I was seeing if it would make you if I if I complimented you in that way, if it would make you change the filter. I don't Yo, actually Brady. want you to change the filter. I just want to see if that would happen. I was and going I to change I, it like I, I I set it up I set it up for failure in the ways I set up the whole thing. Yeah. I mean don't get me wrong, I had this one ready to go, but I figured that pirates would come up organically in conversation. Yeah, I would just have that. it for them. Save that for see these, Mike. Jeez, spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, anyways, let's roll through the rest of this so we can get into the good stuff. Wait, you know John I mean? Goodman from Argo, fuck yourself. I don't remember oh, his role in Argo. He wasn't. He's in so many good movies, and like he has some of the best roles in all these movies. He's never like the big star of the movie. Remember, John, the Good, John Goodman is from he? Monsters Inc. Yeah, right. Is Sully. he still alive, or am I confusing him with John Candy? John, you, you are confusing him with John Candy. Okay. John uh, Candy's been dead for like twenty plus years. Sapphire, Sapphire Jade in the chat. Not a recent thing. John Goodman from B Movie wasn't B Movie. We did go on a deep dive of John Goodman's IMDb the other night. He's also in Ratchet and Clank, by the way. He's like a voice in Ratchet and Clank. In the game or the movie? Probably the movie. I'm assuming. Yeah. I mean, he's got like he's got like a bunch of video game stuff. I'm like looking through his IMDb right now, and he's got like a ton of video game stuff. Did you ever see that that interview with? I forget someone who was Christian now. Bale. Yes, Mike, it's a fucking classic. I'd pick sure. it, but you guys don't know good movies. So, oh, Blues Brothers 2000. Is that what you were going to reference? Factual. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I forget who the actor was. Someone who was in, I think, Mass Effect. And was like, yeah, I've never actually, never actually like seen what the game is. I know I did the voice for it, but I have no idea what was going on there. I feel like that's the case, though, for a lot of people that do things that uh are just voice work they don't actually ever watch the thing yeah i want to say it was martin sheen but i could be dreaming that i mean that's not surprising that he didn't play fucking mass effect ever after yeah i did the one to verify for me i I did watch martin sheen in uh i don't know some netflix show it has like two female comedians todd would probably know who the female leads are they're they're much older um I don't know if Jen can hear me right now. She'll text me. I think. What's the show? It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix show. Um, you know the name of it? With I, Martin I believe... Sheen in uh, Grace and Frankie. Yes, Grace and Frankie. Yes, that's the show. Yeah. With uh, uh with uh, the, the the women are famous. I just don't know. Yeah. Who. Oh I can't yeah, remember yeah, yeah. It's um. They're like legendary actresses or comedians. Yeah. No, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, and I'm blanking on both of their names. They're both, they're on, they were on Howard Stern recently, too. Did anyone else yeah. watch the show? One of the most recent. No, no, I didn't watch Grace and Frankie. Jen loved it. I couldn't get into it. I watched You know who it. else is on Grace and Frankie, Mike? June Dio Raphael? That's right. Yeah. It was always plugging it. it that was the best part of um, how, how did this get made. It was, she would plug that. Paul would plug something. And Jason never really had anything to plug. He's just like, I don't know. Watch a show I like. What show was it? Grace and Frankie? Sometimes he might just say Grace and Frankie. He might be like, yeah, you know, watch her show. Oh, he would just um, plug, plug a show that he was enjoying. Yeah, okay. for the, except for the brief period of time where he was act- legitimately on the newest season of Gilmore Girls. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, watch Gilmore Girls. It's Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda. Lily yes, Tomlin Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda. And Jane Fonda is like in her 80s and she looks like she's like 50 years old, which is fucking insane. Yeah. Like the show wasn't bad. It's just a lot of the humor to me <clears> felt like it was just geared towards like, Old people, an old audience, and not that that makes it bad. It's just like 
I don't know. I, it it felt predictable to me sometimes. I don't know. But it like there were some good parts. I, I watched more of the show than I wanted to because Jen was watched it until it was. I don't know if it still has more seasons coming out, but she watched at some point during the pandemic all that was there for that show, and I watched whatever else uh, we were for. So if it didn't end, I think they were. It's like going on its last season if it didn't yeah. already end. But I remember like hearing that it was the final season at some point. Honestly, like from what I watched, the only good actors in the film in, in it are the four old actors. It's it's Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, Martin Sheen, and the other gentleman. I don't know what his fucking name is. No, Ernie Hudson's in it from fucking Ghostbusters. So don't and June Diane Raphael. I mean, you just obviously weren't <laughs> watching the right episodes. Apparently. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Um, Anyways. Thank you guys for joining us for <laughs> for this episode of the Grace and Frankie Show. Uh, no, watch the Nice Guys by the end of the month. This is a really weird fucking segment here. We're still, anyways, watch that movie if you want to hear us talk about it. Todd's pick. It's garbage. We all know it's Todd movies. Get terrible fucking movie opinions. We we we've we've figured this out as a, in a journey as a journey together. We've taken we we always all thought Todd's got great taste in movies. Turns out really not so much. Um, just wait. What do you got? What do you got for me? What do you mean, just wait? What are you gonna pick next? I don't know. We'll see. The Big Lebowski. You already spoiled it. No. Wait, did, you pick, did you decide on that movie for the next month? I didn't decide yet. God damn what do you get? Oh, what just, what do you, is there a couple movies you're mulling over? You want to tease it, Mike? You want to tease it out? It's not that. I, so basically, no. It's just like a movie that I I caught on TV today that I haven't seen in a while, and I could have sworn Dom had seen it. Which one are you talking about? What are you, call, what Which are you, are you call? talking about? The Alien Invasion movie. Oh, I forgot we had that conversation. Evolution? Too. We're going to watch Evolution? We could. Evolution's great. I'd we like were having, a, we like were having a conversation. We were having a conversation based around Alien Invasion and talking about things that we would like to see brought into the f- season of Fortnite. Mm, okay. Yeah, no, and, I remember what movie you're talking and about. And it led us to a film and. Mars Attacks? I've never seen Maybe. it. Maybe. Maybe. I've never seen it. Uh, <laughs> Mike, you should download on Game Pass Destroy All Humans. I think it's like, I think people like that game. I never played it, though. It's on Game Pass. I think it's I did newly, play it. I, I think I remember, mm, am I dreaming? I feel like I played a game at PAX one year, and I feel like it might have been that, but maybe uh, I'm this Maybe. I think, it was a, I think it's a THQ game. It might have been at the THQ Buke, booth. Booth, yeah. Youth. Um, yeah, I think it actually was next to SpongeBob, so maybe you did play it. Anyways, uh, Sapphire Jade said disrespect to my boy Sam Watterson. I'm assuming that's the other main. That's the other actor. I I just actor. looked it up and he looked familiar, but I from think what? I only Sam Waters. I I think I know him from Law and Order. Yeah. Do, do you guys care if I spoil the first? I don't know, quote unquote, twist of the show that happens in the first episode. Of what show? Grace and Frankie. Yeah, dude, if you ruin this for me, I'm going to be really pissed. But go ahead. Right. <laughs> I I don't even think it's – maybe it's not even a spoiler or a secret. I think it might just be like They're the main really plot dead. of the show that if you looked up the fucking show, it would say this. Uh, Mark fucking Hamilton. What's his fucking name? <laughs> Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen. <laughs> Martin Sheen and Sam Watterson are married to Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda's characters, but – and they've all been, and they've been best friends forever. And it turns out that they uh, realize that they're both actually gay, and then they're together. 
and that's good like part them. of the part of the plot of the show. Um, good for them. And I think I enjoyed their characters more than I enjoyed Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. Um, anyways, Sapphire J said he was on Law and Order and a Cambridge, Massachusetts native. So there you go, Mike. Sam Watterson's your fucking boy. You don't even fucking know it. Guess not. Uh, so yeah, watch that fucking movie, and we'll talk about it. Uh, I got. I'm working on a Bio Mutant written review. I have. Uh, we reviewed it last week on the podcast. If you missed that and you want to check out Biomutant, our thoughts, my thoughts on that, uh, and I have my written review coming soon in the middle of all this E3 stuff. Uh, I have some E3 stuff in the plans too. But all that being said, we did our 12-hour live stream for MG Charity, uh, and it actually ended up being a 20-hour live stream. We raised over $1,000 at this point. Um, the team page is still active and it will still be going until the walk, which is in September. So if you miss the stream, but want to donate, you can still do that. Uh, if you can't find the link on my Twitter, which is in my pinned tweet, you can reach out to me and I'll get you the link to donate to the team. Or you can just search for my name or team Jen Jan on the MG walk website and get to my team page and donate there. Obviously, if you still buy a shirt at this point up until September, that money will also go towards the charity. Um, and you know what, because I set a goal of 2000 and we just crossed a thousand, which I honestly didn't even think we were going to do. Um, so thank you everyone who, who helped with that. Uh, I'm debating potentially doing a bonus stream in July. So look forward to some more information on that. I might structure that stream around how the last stream pushed past 12 hours, which is instead of just being a 12 hour stream, I might select a game and, I stream for as long as you donate. So if you donate $10, I stream for 10 minutes. You donate $60, I donate, I play for another hour. So I might just start the game and go until the donations stop coming. So, uh, and play until the game is finished. So I finished Titanfall 2 at the end of that stream. Resident Evil 7 stream? Sounds good. Uh, I'm debating something like, that's like potentially like a 8 to 10 hour experience. Or Yeah, yeah there you go getting a little crazy and debating something that maybe is like a 20 to 30 hour experience. And if people want to donate enough money to make me stream for fucking 30 hours straight, I'll stream for 30 hours straight. Um, Mike's laughing right now. Oh, or scratching his eyes. I no, thought you were laughing. You were laughing. And I was like, Oh, he's like, Oh, this motherfucker. Uh, it, it was a lot. I was exhausted. I'm still kind of exhausted from last weekend, but it's obviously worth it for a good cause. So I may, there, be on the lookout. We may announce a bonus stream where I stream specifically based on donations. Anyways, moving right along, as uh, the Muppets once said. I think uh, I think this this episode is you know we're poised here. We're coming off of E3. Uh, we were we were official media for E3, and I will say, sure, the E3 app was not helpful, not beneficial. Most of the things that I did and saw from E3 were uh, from prior connections that I've already had for us. Um, the E3 app was, was not an super app? beneficial. There was an app for, I don't know if, if non-MIA credentialed people could download it. I think you could actually, because I think there was also a like uh, user experience for just nor, uh, regular people, non, non-media and content creators. Um, I don't know what that entailed, but there wasn't enough for really me to do from that. But we still, you know, are going to have some stuff. And we obviously 
We did two watch-alongs to the Xbox stream and to the Nintendo stream. So if you want to see Mike and I's reaction to those uh, on the Nintendo one, Cam Hawkins, friend of the show, also joined us. So if you want to watch those, those are up on our YouTube channel. But I kind of want to just throw this out there in like a non-formulaic, not really structured uh, thing. We don't really have to go through conference by conference, I don't think. Um, just because the way E3 was this year and the way that Summer Games Fest was, there was so much shit happening for fucking felt like two weeks uh and it was all spread out and there was just a lot of things going on that it would be kind of silly to kind of run through each thing on its own in my opinion especially because mike and i did those standalone watch along live reacts for the two arguably bigger uh streams where i think we'll just kind of throw it out there and like you know what was everyone excited about like what 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 were the things or if you have things that were kind of duds or you didn't care about and you won't feel like mentioning you know feel free to drop those too but what were some of the things that kind of like stood out to you or were bigger deals or you cared about or got you excited? I don't know. Whoever wants to kick it off, go ahead. You got Mike. What do you got, Mike? What I got? Throw, throw him out. What, 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 was, what was the thing that got, got Mike all fucking tingly and jingly? Um, a lot of things, but that's because of a medical condition, condition that I have that I, I won't go into on the podcast. Okay. Anywho. Okay. Uh, let's see. So, uh, Tekken Rep and Smash is probably the only thing I could really say that I walked away from thinking, hey, that's something I care about. What, what, so are you pumped that Kazooie is in Smash, or are you just pumped that there's a Tekken Rep? Tekken, I, I don't think I had any real allegiance to what Tekken character they picked. Would you have been more excited if it was a specific character? Yes, no. if it was if it was law, I would have been all game. I don't know game. why you're so law happy. Like I feel like law. Like I feel like there are many characters above law that would have been like up, Who the, for, the, up the, for consideration. The, the, the Ken Guile guy. Like what's his name? No, I, I just feel like I feel like like no. Everyone Hayashi, wanted any Jin. I feel like Hayashi. Oh, yeah. I feel like Hayachi, Kazuya, and Jin are like. The who's the guy who has like the wood shoes? Who's the guy who has the wood shoes? Is that like one of the guys you're saying? He's got like the, the guy that has. What? The guy that has the fucking like he copies everyone's moves. I, th- I forget. He had, yeah, he's got like the Mokujin? wood shoes and he's, and he's got like the mustache Mokujin. and like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll no, I don't think he's thinking no. of Mogujin. I think he's thinking of a no, character that has wood shoes, shoes and has a mustache. <laughs> I was like, he looks like a uh, Waluigi. No, um, I think he's like. A <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, 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 I hope this character exists. Who you referencing? I'll look it yeah, up. Right look now. that up, Todd. Anyways, uh, but, it had to be somebody from the Mishima family. So it was so either three, Hitachi, right? Kazuya, or Jin, yeah. yeah. Or... Yeah, and... Or... Oh, yeah, Lars. Lars, Whatever. Yeah. yeah, Lars. The fact, Spoiler. I, the, the fact that I don't know who that is, and I've played almost every Tekken game, I feel like they He's chose correctly seven, in not choosing Lars. Six? Six, or, six or seven. He's from one of the most recent ones. He's okay. like... He's like a child Hihachi didn't know he had. Is Kazuya in oh, wait, every no, game, or does he pop up in three? It's Hayachi. I, I was thinking of... I, I, I don't know Hayachi. why I had a mustache. Yeah. He doesn't have wooden like, shoes. Wait, I, I, I think he does wear, like... I think he, he wears has, those, like, 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 like that have the wood the sandals, oh, yeah. oh, okay. I, can think, yeah. I kept thinking of clogs. I kept thinking of clogs, too. What were you saying, Brennan? I was going to say, to be fair, the best family member from the Mishima family would have been Kuma, but... Wait, he's a Mishima family? I didn't know that. He's Hayashi's pet. Oh, okay. Fair enough. I think on the um, forums, he probably gets the right down. Do you think King would have been like a proper representation of Tekken, though? Mm, yeah, but 
the story is the Mishima family. Yeah. Well, Kazu- I mean, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say Kazuya, uh, unless I'm thinking of Jin, is Jin, so Jin is on the cover of Tekken 3? Yeah, probably. Maybe. But when when do Kazuya and Jin show up in the games? They're not in the first game, Kazuya, right? They show up in the Kazuya, Kazuya's in the first Kazuya, game. Kazuya is the protagonist of the first game. So I guess Kazuya makes the most sense because I, I didn't ex- like I think part of the reason why I never expected a Tekken rep at this point was a because I I assumed at this point in the game we would have already gotten a Tekken rep just based on who they've added like we got Ryu in the last game and then we got Ken in this game and then we got fucking Terry and like I personally love that Terry's in the game but like the fact that an SNK fighter made it in before a Tekken fighter. Yeah, that, that always make made me. Th- it always just. It didn't. Something that didn't make sense. It just to me made it seem like, oh, okay, like we're past Tekken now. We're not going to put a Tekken person in here. I, so I was kind of shocked. That no I was kind of off. Fuck Terry is like. Yeah. Yes, a Tekken fighter is going to ha- probably have a little more cachet than a than a than a King of Fighters character. But I don't hate that either of these characters are in the game. They're definitely neither of these characters are the ones that I would have chosen like there are other people i probably would have chosen to put in this game before i uh, hope the final character is just like me fighter 2 that's all it is it's like it's not what it's gonna be (laughs) i honestly don't know what it's gonna be at this point because i really 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 expected this to be fortnite yeah i don't think i'll ever put fortnite in because i I said this a million times but i just don't like i think fortnite should be in but i just don't think that their mascots make any like there's nothing that stands out from Fortnite. So like I know you said you can pick all different costumes, but there's still like not that one thing in Johnny Fortnite or whatever his fucking yeah, name is. is but like, that's why that's why I think like there's eight costumes per character. Some characters have sixteen. There's eight po- costumes per character. I feel like that aside from the Jonesy character, like they would have put seven other costume variants that would have been like enough together to kind of like amalgamate to what Fortnite is. Um, listen, if my, my take is, if what if Minecraft, it's a PUBG character? <laughs> that wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> right. If, if, if Minecraft wasn't in smash, I think the Fortnite pick would still be a little off base, but the fact that Minecraft is there, it makes me think like Fortnite has a really good chance of showing up. Um, but the reason why I was expecting Fortnite in, as this character reveal is because just the flow of this season pass, this fighter pass, I was expecting, uh, you know, Nintendo to make the second to last character a quote unquote, you know, big character and have the final character be a Nintendo character. Um, which, which I still think is what they're going to do. And I would, it's be definitely possible. If, if they did Waluigi, I feel like they would break the fucking internet. Like I like the amount of hype that would, because it's like a he would have to be like, he would have to be such a like troll character though. That's what I'm saying oh, too. Yeah. It'd be amazing. If you if you if you save him until the end, he would have to be such a troll character. But like the hype around that, like that would just it's like already a huge meme. And at this point, like that would just be like fucking a huge bang for like to finish that off. This is what I think they're gonna do. So I have a couple of different avenues for the future of Smash. I don't think they're mac- making a Smash sequel for a very long time. Like, I'm thinking potentially, like, five more years uh, at the earliest, simply because... You kind, kind of box himself into a corner with this game, too, you know? Like well, it's, it's... I, I think the thing that makes the most sense for them is, 
unless the licensing that they have for these other characters doesn't work this way. But I think the thing that makes the most sense for them is like if if all of these additional characters are licensed into like they they can exist forever in Smash Ultimate, then it makes no sense for Nintendo to ever make a new game. They should just always iterate and patch and fix this game and make additional DLC because then they'll always have the biggest roster in fighting games. Because I agree with you, if they ever make a Smash sequel, they would have to reboot Smash in some way. They have to change something fundamental to make yeah. it, to make people, there will be, there will always be people that will be like, well, it has, it'll never have a roster like that. It'll never have this, whatever. Um, but my, my, my main point is this, is that, especially with this being the next character, the Tekken fighter, um, uh, Kazuya, I think that they're going to do one of two things. The DLC will end with this final fighter, but I think we'll probably also get a bonus fighter with that, and that could be the Waluigi pick or X other Nintendo game that they want to promote, and they put it, they give us a, a dual fighter at the end. Because if you look at Smash 4, when they ended that game, it was only supposed to get one more fighter, but they gave us Bayonetta, Cloud, and Corrin, if I remember correctly. Um, or they at least gave us two two fighters. I don't know if they gave us a, a a full third, but what I'm thinking is they do one of they do one of three things. They end it with this final character. They give us a bonus character with it. They announce after they give us the character an additional fighter pass, which I think is the least likely. What I think is the most likely is that they end this fighter pass here with this final character, and then the future of Smash is. We just get a la carte fighters when they feel like announcing them and giving them to us. And most of them, if not all of them, will just be Nintendo fighters to help promote future Nintendo games. So, like, when the next Pokemon generation comes out, instead of, you know, just dropping that game, they'll probably give us a Pokemon character tied to that game to Smash. Insert other game that they want to promote. Um, I can see them doing that, no problem. Um, I, I just, I don't think Smash DLC necessarily ends here, uh, just because I think that it's too powerful of a franchise for them. It's too power. This game is too powerful for them that, and, and the fact that I don't see them making a new game anytime soon, that it just makes sense for them to, at the bare minimum, do the overtime a la carte character. But anyways, back to the point at hand. Mike said his piece on the Tekken fighter. Dom is a big Tekken fan. How do you feel about Kazuya being added? Uh, I think he makes sense as a representative for Tekken. Are you pumped um, for him to be in it or no? Yeah. I mean, as pumped as I was for, I don't know, Banjo, I guess. I, okay. He's a character that I will enjoy like messing around with, I guess. Um, from what I read, they didn't want to add Heihachi in because he didn't have an element that they could make work in Smash. And with Jin's devil gene, that was the thing that they thought would, like, like transition well to Smash. So yeah. that was... That's, so he was yeah, that's what I was thinking thing. about. That makes that's sense. what I was thinking about for, like, in terms of picking any of the other characters, that if you're going to pick a character from Tekken, if you were going to go the, let's go with one of the main, quote-unquote, characters... Hachi. <laughs> You can't oh, yeah. use Heihachi because he doesn't have that extra thing. So. thing. Exactly. Unless, unless his extra thing is isn't Puma also his pet? Oh, Kuma. Uh, sorry. 
Kuma is his pet. Yes. Kuma is his pet. Correct. Yeah. So like, you know, you could add through Hayachi in there and maybe like his ultimate or something or some other thing is like you know, fucking Kuma comes out and fuck shit up for you. You know what I'm saying? Kuma and King, because I also didn't know King was his fucking pet. King is not his pet. Kuma is King his is... pet. Oh, King I is a man. You said King earlier. King, King is a, a, a person. Well, that's why I was confused. I thought you said King was no. a Mishima Kuma. pet. Kuma okay. is a... I'm just... I'll blame the Mai Tai. Um, anyways, what, what else got you got you excited, Mike? Um, or I guess you you gave your Tekken thing. We'll, we'll move on to Todd. Todd, yeah. what, was the, what was the highlight for you from uh, E3 this year? Uh, I don't know. I feel like a lot of stuff. Elden Ring, even though I suck at every fucking Dark Souls game I play, and I can, I just started playing Sekiro again because I'm like, I want to fucking, I want to make it somewhere. I started from the beginning, and I'm like, yeah, I'm. I, I feel like I didn't understand the deflect mechanic as well. Like when I played it a while ago, and after so mm-hmm. many games doing the same thing, I kind of get it a little bit. But I still feel like I'm gonna have a fucking really big problem. But uh, and I don't give a shit about George R. R. Martin. I mean, at this point, like yeah, it's cool that he's involved and everything, but like, I, like that's. I did read today that they're going to try to make this game not easier, but a little bit more accessible to everyone, rather than adding like a difficulty or anything. So I don't know. For me, yeah. that's probably ideal. For everyone else who loves these games and the challenge, they're probably like, "Fuck that." Yeah. Um, but yeah, and and the other game, I feel like there was a game that was just like made for me. It was uh, was it replaced. Is replaced the one that I was talking about? From the a lot? Xbox show. Yeah, yeah. Replaced is like like a, a ideal game for me. It's from what I watched, like you know, it seems yeah. like dri- drive style soundtrack. Yeah, um, it's got it's got good music, good visuals. Like yeah, I believe the story of the, the game is style. like you're you're a, an AI. You're you're human that gets controlled by an AI or something. Like it has a very dystopian tone yeah, for the great. for the for the story, and it, it the visuals and the story look good. Uh, it looks kind of like out there too like it does some interesting like screen things and yeah stuff, so. I, I don't know what to expect from that because it didn't show a lot but then when it showed some action i'm like ooh, this looks like very stylistic yeah. i'm like oh, okay this looks great uh and then the other thing i was really excited about and i got even more excited about when i found out who was mating it was somerville um because i didn't realize that was people from uh play dead the guys who made like inside and everything wait it's a play dead game no it's like someone X who people I, from there Ex people, yeah, from Play Dead. So I'm like, I'm 100% on board with that. Interesting. Uh, and, I did not know that. Okay. Yeah, I know. The second I saw that, I'm like, ooh, that makes sense why it looks so good. Um, and then Halo multiplayer. You know, I was I've been a naysayer on Halo and everything, but I was really just that. Like, what what I saw of that, I'm like, I'm sold. So before we dive into Halo, I do want to. I don't bring care up... about the single player. Like, single player can be fucking terrible for all I yeah. care, but the multiplayer looks great. Okay. I do want to dive into uh, Jesse in the chat. Jesse Vitelli, front of the show, said King should have been the fighter. I rest my case. So take that, Tekken fans, as you will. Uh, I think. I think. What would King's moveset have been? He's a he's a wrestler. Oh shit! Shots so would have all been, It would have grappled. King grappled. is already in the game. We already have fucking the, the Pokemon. Yeah, I yeah. forgot his name. Yeah. As soon as I started that sentence. Yeah. Damn. God damn. Anyways, uh, so Todd brought up Halo. I was gonna save this towards the end, but. One of the few, actually not one of the few things, because there was a lot of things from E3 that got me excited. I, I thought there was a lot of really cool announcements this year's E3. Uh, Jesse said, me grappler, but cooler. Um, so there you go. <laughs> so you, you have this, you have this point with Halo where a lot of people seemingly 
were upset with the last year's Halo reveal, which I personally was not. I enjoyed what I saw. I was excited for things like the grapple hook and other things. I didn't think the game visually looked bad. I was excited for this, like, uh, purposeful trying to recreate a Halo 1 vibe graphically or aesthetically, and I enjoyed that because uh, Halo 1 is probably my favorite Halo game. Um, anyways, when this, when this campaign, when the cinematic trailer starts, I immediately got hit with, like, this feels like a fucking story. Like, this feels like a hype trailer for Halo 1, 2, or 3. Like, this feels like Halo 1, 2, 3 for me with, like, the exposition, uh, how Chief looks, what's being said, what's happening. We get this new Cortana that doesn't look like, like, looks kind of like Cortana, sounds kind of like Cortana, but isn't Cortana. Uh, we get this, you know, potential, like, where are they going with the story? Are they, like, retconning some stuff from Halo 5? Are they just kind of, like, alluding to Halo 5 stuff? Or are they just expanding on that on that storyline? Or we don't really know where they're going with it. But what they revealed in this little snippet and what they kind of set up and the fact that, like, I think this was purposeful. I think a lot of people didn't like that other character that was in the other Halo trailer, the pilot. So, like, this trailer was just Chief and this new Cortana. Um, I think that was very much by choice and very much by design, which was, hey, you know what? We know people love Chief. We know people love Cortana. This new story doesn't really revolve around Cortana, Cortana potentially, uh, so we're not going to tie her into this, but we are going to tie in this new AI that is going to be pro probably integral to the story here. Um, if the campaign doesn't have the flood, then I honestly think it's a it's a lost cause. It's like so I, wild to me that you love the flood. I fucking hate the flood. <laughs> love the flood. I, I like. Um, I feel, well, like we only they will, they, they, the we, flood we will probably the, be there. We only got the flood in the first game, didn't we? Is there's no? Is there no? I, I can't remember. I'm blanking right now. I don't remember. I don't think the flood was in two, right? Okay. Um, I don't know. I I literally played through Halo two like. A couple months ago, and I can't even fucking remember. Yeah, yeah. I, I used to love... But I will say that I think that, like, what... What this... Uh, Sapphire Jade said, who's a big Halo fan, said... She thinks the new AI will die in five minutes, and there's flood in the first three games. Uh, I don't know about the AI thing. I'd be interested to see if that plays out. But when is that flood in 2, though? Because, like, I'm not a big fan of 2, but I just can't remember when the flood was. I don't know. I don't... I don't if you're going to ask me to recant Halo campaigns at, at this specific moment, I'm I'm going to just go out there and say it's not going to happen. It's not possible. Um, But I will say that, like, the campaign trailer, the cinematic trailer for Halo 5, uh, Halo Infinite, sorry, uh, really got me going. And the multiplayer trailer, and I don't know if you watched the other multiplayer stuff they did later in the week, Todd, um, but the multiplayer trailer... I've always been a Halo multiplayer stan. I think Halo multiplayer has always been good. I don't think Halo multiplayer has ever been really bad. Um, and I think Halo 5 multiplayer is really good. If you have an Xbox and you have Game Pass, you should check it out because you can say what you want about the story, their campaign, but the multiplayer is very solid. Um, the multiplayer trailer for this looks so fucking good that like this could be the thing that brings halo back to a more mainstream outside of the fan base of halo like people need to play this fucking shooting game uh i'm very excited for halo like i was already super excited for halo 
there's really not much Halo could do at this point to make me not excited for that game, but I am very I, excited for that game. I just need Halo Warzone, and we're good. Like, you want a BR? No, I don't at all. I don't give a shit about BRs. I mean, if they if they bring a BR, I'm fine with it. If they don't bring a BR, I'm, it doesn't matter to me. I, I don't necessarily expect them to bring a BR. I expect them to make the Halo version of whatever a BR is, and that'll probably be an expanded version of what Warzone was for them in Halo 5. Uh, it's just coincidental that it's called Warzone, where it was basically PvP VE, where there was two different teams. It wasn't one life. Uh, it was like a bigger, big, big, big team battle with also enemies, you know, NPC enemies spawning on the map. Uh, it was a very good mode. It was fantastic. Like I, If any one of you said, let's play Warzone, I'd go fucking play it. Like it's it's very fun. I played um, Firefight a couple nights ago, whatever it's called. The Horde mode. Yeah. Oh, what the fuck! I'll play that shit. Like I, yeah. I, will, I will, I will I play, drop what I'm I play doing. With, play I, Halo. Play I love random. Halo. I was, play, I've been jumping into Halo. It's been like kind of one of my. If I'm not playing Chivalry, I'm playing like, uh, I think Halo. Yeah, that's hey, the only other. The Master Chief Collection and Halo Five are always installed on my Xbox, which makes my Xbox very complicated because both of those games together is like almost 300 gigabytes i know that's why like i like i i feel like i have to play that game since it's taking up so much space yeah but that, but that's why my xbox is so tight all the time because i will never delete those two games because i will always play halo um anyways i digress um anything else Todd? that 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 was that was big for you yeah breath of the wild too but like i just like i just wanted to come out already but i i take your time but i, I just i need it yeah what anything about that trailer specifically that got you fucking jazzed yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, the diving from the sky, you know, right there. I was like, yep, sold. Like I saw that for thirty seconds. I'm like, yep, all right, I'm good. And I and interest then, like, you oh, in Skyward Sword. Uh yeah, I'm probably gonna get it now. Now that all those theories are going out there, I'm gonna probably have to buy Skyward Sword. Yeah. Sword. What? Uh, I think it looks horrible. I think it really looks horrible from like the visual standpoint. I mean, standpoint, it's a fucking Wii like, game. I mean, you have to no, put that I in get perspective. It. I get it, but like. Like, listen, I 100% get it, and I'm going to still probably get it, and I wasn't going to get it, but it just looks rough. It, yeah. it, it, it doesn't look it, – like, the combat looks rough. But What what about you, Dom, Breath of the Wild 2 trailer? Because you're not really a big Breath of the Wild fan. I still haven't played the first one very much. It's crazy to me how it hasn't hooked you, because, like, I honestly I think that, like, Breath of the Wild is is potentially my favorite game of all time. Yeah, take it or leave it. Crazy to me. What is your favorite Zelda game, Majora? Uh, Majora, probably. Yeah. See, you so, do you like so do you like Ocarina like of Time or no? Places. Yeah, I do. I feel like I feel like this is, and this is like probably a shitty comparison, but I feel like this could end up being the Majora to I hope the Ocarina. I mean, I think it will be taught in a lot Maybe. of ways. Where I think they're, I think sick, they're purposely going with some like, darker tones here. That's fine, but I'm sick of games making me be on a schedule of things and like if I don't. Oh, do I don't think it's gonna play. have that mechanic. Oh, okay, yeah, like I just, like, I just think so when, when I that, when so. I say Majora, I think it's gonna have I think it's gonna have some fundamental mechanics that are different from Breath of the Wild, and I think the story of this game is going to be a little bit darker than Zelda games okay. traditionally tend to be because we don't normally like. Like, I can't even think of the last time that we got this scenario. Like, we got Ocarina of Time on the N64, and then we got Majora's Mask on the N64, and it's <sighs> basically a sequel to that game, but not really, where we don't ever get that situation. Like, we never get this type of scenario where we get a mainline Zelda game and then a sequel. 
Um, so the fact that we're getting a Breath of the Wild 2 on the same console, I'm really excited for that. But did this trailer do anything for you, Dom, or no? Um, I mean, I'll eventually get back to Breath of the Wild. But, but the sequel I, trailer I, does nothing for you? I, I mean... Does Dom know, I, like, what, like, the the theories, one, so. what the theories yeah. are out there? Does, like, does Dom know, like... Uh, I mean, I'm I'm assuming that Dom hasn't so. dove into the theories. My no. where where I stand on this right now is this, and there was one night where I was a little bit uh, had a couple of beverages, and I was late at night, and I decided to dig into the two trailers, the one from a couple of years ago and the one from this past week, and they show Link has what looks like the powers of the Sheikah slate now infused into his arm they're in his body now they're part of his dna um but a couple of things that were interesting to me were if you stop the trailer when in the in the first trailer from a few years ago when link and zelda are in this cavern of sorts looking for who knows what stumble across ganon with this power and fist coming out of his chest they're wearing specific outfits in the trailer from this past E3. When the powers are being fused to the arm, there are two notable things in that scene. The character's hand that is being infused has long nails. Link does not have long nails. And again, unless this is just an oversight by Nintendo, which is also, I guess, possible. I don't think so. The character also has black pants on. Link is not wearing black pants in that cat cave. He's wearing like a light brown pants and Zelda's wearing black pants. So my guess is there's a portion of this game at least where you are playing as Zelda and there's a portion of this game where you're playing as Link. And I think that both characters get this infusion with the Sheikah Slate abilities. Um, but the other popular theory. That oh, no, now I, that I, no, I think there's three people you play as. And I think what you're going to say now, but I think okay. I, for maybe me, yeah. I, I think all th- you're going to play as all three. And that's maybe possible. The other theory going around is that you play as a young Ganon. And that's the person with the powers. Um, and he's the original champion. So like maybe you are playing as Ganon. Um, there are some scenes where Link's hair is a little bit different. So people are like, is that Zelda? Is that Ganon? Blah, blah, blah. Some people are saying things like, oh, you can see that you can see that it ha- he has certain features and it's just hair just is out of a ponytail. Maybe that's all possible too. But Nintendo doesn't show Link's face at all right. in this trailer. So who's to say? Who knows? I think it could be a lot of just cheekiness. Maybe they know the fan base wants Zelda playable. They're just playing around with that idea. But you add in the element of Nintendo purposely isn't announcing the title of this game because they specifically said, we don't want people to know what this game is about because if we announce the title, they may be able to figure that out. Uh, makes me well, think they came that... Out, they came out and said the title is is basically a spoiler. Yeah, yeah, so it makes me think that some part of this title is going to give some sort of credence to any number of these theories out there. Uh, the only other thing that I can think of that would make sense and that would potentially, again, 
lead to some uh, credence to this, the title being revealed would would reveal this notion, is that maybe you don't play as Link, uh, Zelda, maybe you don't play as Young Ganon, maybe you're only playing as Link, but, or maybe you do do that and this other thing exists. I think that there might be some either time travel elements or some dimensional changing elements because some people have pointed out that there are some uh, statues that look like the time shifting statues from Skyward Sword. Um, and some people are pointing out uh, a few other things. One of the things I noticed in the trailer was that one of the points when quote unquote Link is using a Sheikah Slate power, it looks like the the dimension or time changes in the in the environment because everything turns a different color and it like starts to like seep out into around it. Um, the other thing that people are kind of latching onto at this point is, hey, there's a reason why Nintendo is remastering Skyward Sword right now instead of just porting over Twilight Princess or porting over um, Wind Waker because there's some sort of relevance to Skyward Sword that they want people to experience before Breath of the Wild 2 comes out, um, which that could isn't lead it, to a number of number of things. Isn't it more likely that they haven't remade Skyward Sword yet? I mean, that's also possible. Um, but I think there's some some stuff there with like the origins of some of these characters and certain mechanics that maybe again, the time travel thing um, that may become important in breath of the wild too so i think that's why um i think the other part of it is that uh one of the people who worked on skyward sword also worked on breath of the wild and also worked on breath of the wild too i don't know if it was aonuma or someone else uh basically just wants everyone to play his third game which is skyward sword um but i mean it could be a number of things but i just think there it's was, interesting there was a lot of element to play it seemed like at one point, Link is like traveling through rock. Yeah, and then that's there was the... one where he was like traveling through water. It like like yes. turning into elements. Yes, that's that's the thing that's really interesting to me, which makes me think that like there's something else going on here that is very integral to what is happening. Um, well, I was trying to remember: does that link to any other game? Because there was like everything I mean, else has been like either like turning time, turning seasons. Like there hasn't been anything where he like, like, sh like shape shifts, right? The closest thing that I can think of off the top of my head is from a link between worlds where you ch turn into graffiti and can like, yeah, not the same, not the same. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I can again say is like, you know, it's a dimensional thing and that's why he's able to kind of move through certain stuff. But I digress. I am also very excited for that. Dom, were there any things from this E3 that stood out to you or got you excited? Or, or I am happened? interested. I am interested in the Guardians game. <clears throat> um, I don't know if I can call it excited or not, but I am interested in it. I want to see more from it. Um, yeah. It's 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 tough for me to say that I'm excited for it yet, but mm -hmm. I mean the I. I love the property. It seems like a good concept. Um, I'm I'm interested in how that's going to run on the Switch. Like that yeah. getting announced for Switch is kind of bonkers to me because it seems it's like it's, a, it's, it's got to be. Did, did they the announce that officially or no? Yeah, it said so. it on the box. Oh, 
Oh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't notice that. Yeah, it said this game will require a, a fast, high-speed network. That makes a lot of sense. I have yeah. zero interest in that game because I'm like so mad about fucking the other one still. I mean, this like, is a completely I'll different. I'll play it. Don't get me wrong. Don't get yeah, me wrong. Yeah, it I'll seems like it. It, yeah. It seems like it's going to play differently, um, which is kind of more of why I'm like curious to see how it turns out. I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I want to see more about it before I like uh, fully latch onto it. I guess. Um, as someone who is like is is very in much into the Star Wars universe and how all of the media surrounding Star Wars is interconnected in canon at this point. Do you like, do you wish that the Marvel universe was also like that? Or do you like that? It is like segmented and they can do their own thing. Who's to say it's not. I guess that's true too. I'm going to argue that it's not. They can have that be, they can have it be earth. I don't know. Whatever they want to call it. I guess that's true too. They could. They could it's just a just different universe. It's yeah. a parallel universe of of the movies, of the comics, of yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um. The Avatar thing is odd to me. That yo, I don't know Avatar what's going game on was... with anything. In I, the are you, are you an Avatar so sicko now? Are you a fucking Avatar sicker now? You went to Disney and now no. you're fucking Mr. Avatar. No, I'm I'm more confused that we got an Avatar game announced before Ubisoft said anything about their Star Wars game. Yo, it's, it's just wild. They are working like, on a Star Wars game. Yo, they, they I don't... Like five, it's just crazy. They have five sequels to Avatar. I don't think anyone gives a shit about Avatar. And then they have a, they got a game, game now, too. And now they get a game. And it's like, yeah. what, I mean, where, the, ga- who, the game looks head- gorgeous. Sure. But who's hedging these bets on this? That this is everything that's going on. Disney's got a yeah, lot of money. They fucking bought it. I'll, pro- I'll probably play it. I understand James Cameron. Like, I get like what he's done for film and everything. But like, at the same time, like, Avatar was a huge deal due to like the digital and three D effects that they implemented yeah, it was, into that movie. It was very much a a product of eye candy, basically. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and, and like, it's it, the story's been done over and over again. The acting's not that great, and now. <laughs> And now they're fucking making four fucking more of these in a game. And I'm just like, I just don't understand. I don't. And I, there's no way, whatever that next Avatar movie, I hope, maybe I'm wrong, but there's no way that movie's going to do well. I, I don't see the next Avatar sequel coming out doing well. It's so far removed from like the people who grew up with it. And like the people who grew up with it didn't even think it was that great. See, and here's, like, the, here's the thing with, with movies doing well going forward is that. I feel like it's not an actual reflection of things because only because of the current state of the world. I feel like, and there's when, no A-list actor in that movie. Sam Worthington, the guy hasn't fucking made a good movie ever. I mean, to be there's, fair, there's, there was no is A-list. Is Zoe Saldana not in two? What's that? Is Zoe Saldana not in the movie? Yeah, anymore? I mean, like she's cool, but like, I mean, she's not going to carry a movie. Uh, Sigourney Weaver's as a fucking blue. Aliens not going to carry a movie, you know. Like, I mean, again, I, I there there is room for movies to do very well with with not you know lower name or no name actors simply because like again you look at the early MCU, a lot of those actors were relatively nobody. Um, 
aside from you know Sam Jackson and fucking well Robert that's Dunn fine they had, they had like better source material to work with like the source material yeah that's true too potentially like... yeah I mean I I honestly don't I've never met somebody who is actually in into Avatar that's what I'm saying that's I like don't where I don't from, know like, if there no are one... people that exist like that I'm sure there's people out there that think the movie was like great to watch and everything back then but like it was that like doesn't mean first... you're into Avatar no exactly you know it was mean? like the yeah like there's like not the first big there's movie. not yeah, there's not source material to be like, like head over heels in love with. It's Which, that, that movie and that, that the theme park. But that doesn't necessarily like mean a bad thing. Like, like here, here's one of the things that makes, like, this is one of the things that makes Mass Effect so fucking good. Is that Mass Effect is like an original creation. It didn't come from books. It didn't come from comics. It was like Bioware made that universe. And created it and like went with it. And like when someone makes something organically and like it's good and it's fresh and it's exciting, that can be great. And who knows? I hope we're all fucking wrong. And Avatar ends up being like this new thing that we all fucking love. And like we go to fucking, I don't know, NaviCon and fucking dress blue. I I hope. I fucking hope. I I think it's going to happen. No. I feel like the only way that they'll be able to make this work is if Hollywood and James Cameron has some new piece of technology that they're going to unleash with this movie. They're basically it, the same it, way they does did it with... Does it have like, a release date? I think they do. I think there's like five of them. Five. Five. Yeah, but does it have an pieces. actual release date, the, the next they movie? Have, they have years. I think so. like when the, it's like years. Is it this year? No, it's like next 2022, year. I think. So here's what I'm saying is like, I feel like movie box office right now is going to be such a chaotic thing to like... Uh, quantify because December 16th 22 I feel like there's going to be a window of time I don't know how long that will last but there will be a window of time where when the right amount of people feel safe doing this type of thing like I wouldn't go to the movies Vin Diesel's in too oh fucking that's gonna do gangbusters Yeah, so like oh. it's already it's, so it's already a joke. Like so, like the movie was kind December of December sixteenth, twenty twenty two, and now it's like definitely a joke. Mike, I don't I know what that, conversation Mike. you're listening. Yeah, I don't know what conversation you're listening to, Mike, but like seven people have said that already. Oh, seven yeah, I'm not listening to you guys. <laughs> um, yeah, the movie's a joke. So you can say what you want about Vin Diesel, but I believe on an on a on an international scale, Vin Diesel is very big overseas. Am I incorrect here, Mike? Yeah. For just for the Fast and the Furious, yeah. Oh, who the fuck cares? Else. That's nothing gonna sell else. fucking. That's gonna put butts in seats, baby. That's what Disney cares about. Butts in seats, I baby. I actually, I actually think that overseas market's gonna do really well with this movie. I just don't that's think that's all that fucking States. matters. The yeah, US like market is not like. I don't, I don't think the U.S. market's gonna do what they want. Doesn't matter if 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 the if the bigger markets overseas fucking carry that business it doesn't matter but what i'm trying yeah. to say is i think i think there will be a window of time for the movie theaters that like is going to be it's it's going to be a false uh, situation where people are going to see this big uptick in people going to the movies and everyone's going to think the movies are this fucking golden goose and all this shit again and then it's going to go back to you know a more normal type of thing but i think there will be a point of time where the most amount of people feel comfortable going back to the movies and big movies come out again, it's going to be this fucking big thing. Uh, And then it goes back to normal by like December of 2022. Right. I mean, potentially. Yeah. 
that's that's also possible. So Avatar I, might I, miss that fucking window. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I just don't think. Yeah, I don't know. I I would love to be inside James Cameron's head and think like, because like, what's the what's the like? How long has it been? Has it been like ten years? Has it been eight years? I feel like it has been, been more. It has been more, feel, more than ten years. It's I feel like work. I was yeah. fucking twelve years old when I saw Avatar. So this is wild. Yeah, like that's fucking wild to what, me. I started at like. And I didn't fucking care about it uh, then, and I didn't care about it. 2008. I, I'm sorry. 2008. 2008 2009. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Don't give a fuck. I, I was a, a a freshman in fucking. Wait. Yeah. Freshman in college. I don't give a fuck about that movie. Um. Yeah. Anyways, but back to E3. This is an E3 show. Uh. Anything else, Dom? That so... got you got you wiggly in your in your wogglies. Um. Yes. Um. I loved. <laughs> I loved watching a trailer for Final Fantasy and then finding out that it was coming to Steam and mobile. Yeah, that was that was that was surely a thing. I was really hoping like in the in in my heart of hearts, I was hoping that like, oh, maybe it was announced that way because like, I don't know, maybe Nintendo's direct will have like coming to switch and it didn't fucking happen. I would have got it if it was coming to switch. I also would have. The other thing that's from what I understand that sucks about that, that scenario is that not only is it only coming to fucking steam and mobile, they're a la carte purchases. So you're buying these games separately. It's not like a collection. Yikes. You're just buying them separately. So like, Yikes. well, will they sell well on steam? Probably it's fucking steam. And there's plenty of people with PCs. It's kind of disappointing. They're not coming to console. I hope that, yeah. I hope that that, that changes in this year at some point. Um, and maybe that's a, maybe that's a, choice by design where square is like we'll put them out on pc and mobile first and then we'll announce later in the year they're coming to console to like double dip on it but i think that they fucked that up and maybe should have did it backwards if that's the case and did it console first and then later announced them for fucking steam um but yeah anything uh anything else dom that got you all all you all uh you know feeling good feeling great i feel like there was something else that i was gonna say before i brought up sea of thieves but um, I have re-downloaded Sea of Thieves. Yes, yes. let's go. Let's I go, purposely go. didn't uninstall it because I had a feeling you'd you'd reinstall it. And I am excited to uh, dive in with uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. Jesse, if you're still in the Twitch this chat, is my guy, Dom's in, Todd's in. We got a fucking squad uh, to sail the seas, baby. Get some Mike, Davy Jones action going. Mike, is POTC enough to get you into the no. Sea of Thieves universe? I feel like, like Mike would like Sea of Thieves. I know, like we always say, like oh, Mike would like this game. I feel like Mike would actually enjoy his time with Sea of Thieves because it's like very like you don't, you don't have really, to do anything. You don't there's, have to do anything half the there's time. There's no yeah, objective. You, You're just a no, pirate. Yeah, like, but do. I can also not do anything and not play the game. I mean, yeah, there are fun. objectives. There are yeah, objectives. Let's be clear. There are things to do and missions to accomplish. No, 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 it's no, no, just no. Mike's probably gonna just hang on the boat and get drunk. Mike. Hold on, Mike. This is what fucking resold me on CFEs. <laughs> you can have a pet cat that follows you on the boat and when you go on to islands. Oh, I just be concerned about safety the entire time. I don't know if I could handle that. You can't die. I feel like you're lying to me. You can't. Mm. He just keeps respawning. Oh, so that he's dying. He's just coming back. I don't. Want I don't to think he ever dies. I think he just goes back in his box. It's, it's wild to me. Box. It's wild to me that I had to beg people to play Sea of Thieves, and all of a sudden, the fucking Pirates of the Caribbean comes out, and everyone's like, 
now I might get into it again. I'm like, I don't give a shit about Pirates of is, the Caribbean. Is there a proper way to say that word? Because I say, I don't know. I say Caribbean. Caribbean. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm Just, saying it, it depends. Wrong. It depends on what you're talking about, apparently. But I don't know. Yeah, I feel like when you're talking about the movie, I've heard it, Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, but I feel like if you're, well, you're talking about the area, yeah, yeah, Caribbean. that's the distinction. Caribbean. Yeah, the, that's how like you that, differentiate it. I'm not saying that, that's, that's, how like legit, that's how I've heard it. Yeah. That's how I've heard it. I'm not saying there's an actual what like proper way. I'm just fuck? saying that whenever I've heard the title of the movie, they say it that way. But if I've spoken about <laughs> or if I've heard someone talk about the actual area, they say it the other way. Interesting. I don't know why that is. Yeah. What, what about what about you, Mike? We got we got one thing out of you. We got Tekken. Anything else making you all jiggly in your jollies? No, because as an adult, I. I can't say that my jollies ever get jiggled by by these things. Okay, fair enough. Now, so that, that being said, uh, the only thing that it is actually crossing my mind is like, oh, oh boy, I can play some of the old Mario Party mini games in that new Mario Party thing. But that's that's like barely a thing. It's more like it it's a passing curiosity. Are you gonna get that or no? We'll see when when in. It comes out and there's like a price and everything on it. Sixty dollars. We'll make a decision. Yeah, it's $50. and then probably not. There's no yeah, then I, and then I probably won't buy it for a few months. I don't know <laughs> if that's a day one for me, but if anyone else gets it, I will probably get it simply to, to like. I would love to like. I know. I know. Todd's one and only experience with Mario Party was playing Mario Party Ten with me and Mike on a very early episode. Like I'm talking like episode six of the fucking podcast. I think about it the whole time. Like I'm like, what is this game? This game I is mean, and, and rightfully so. Cause Mario party 10 is like, uh, not a return to form for that series. It is a fucking <laughs> straying from the path and not in a good way. Um, the early Mario party games have some very fun mini games and maybe that's nostalgia brain talking, but some good games so i'm i'm yeah. very excited for for that just one other thing too forza horizon i can i that's like one of my biggest like things that i completely forgot about that so that was going to be one of the things i brought up was that like forza horizon 5 looks like to me like i i'm i'm a person and if you listen to the show you know this uh you know for for a fact but like i'm a person who i like art style not necessarily graphical fidelity. Like, I don't necessarily care if this is the most gorgeous thing in the world. I prefer, like, art styles that take advantage of, hey, we're going to do this thing and do this. Um, but it doesn't mean I can't appreciate gorgeous games. And, like, if I was someone who's like, what's the thing that, like, showcases the power and beauty that the Xbox Series X can do? Forza Horizon 5 looks fucking phenomenal. Like, it looks absolutely like there were points of that presentation where they were showing the game off where who's to say that's not just a fucking video feed of mexico like who is to say that that's not just real fucking footage because it looks so fucking gorgeous um but yeah i i agree with you forza horizon 5 which i'm not surprised that, that game is a thing that exists because i expect them to make forces forever um but holy shit it looks good i can't wait to play it um Game Pass is a fucking godsend. Uh, it really is. Like, like if I was going to purchase Forza, that would be a game I would buy at some point. 
Game Pass makes that a game that I will play day one, um, which is fantastic for me. And also, you know, great for that game because it will have a a, a booming player base uh, from day one. But yeah, I I agree with you. Forza Horizon 5 looks fucking incredible. I don't know if Mike... Mike, do you care about driving games in any sense or no? Like, does driving a car in a video game get you excited? I kind of want to hear where Todd goes with this. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear, you can hear that. Um, yeah, like, I, 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 know, I know I say like you'll like everything, but I really think you'd actually like Forza Horizon 5. I downloaded one of the Forzas on my Xbox, and I played it for all of maybe 20 minutes. Did you download Horizon have... or Motorsport? Do you know? I, I can't remember. And I know you've explained to me the difference before, and I would yeah, think that dra- I knowing that difference... difference. Motorsport is a driving simulation game, so it's like a much more technical and like it's for car people. Mm-hmm. Forza Horizon still has some of those elements, but it's a lot more entry level and it's a lot more. I don't want I I, I struggle to say arcadey because I wouldn't call it an arcade. No, I, I think game, that's an okay comparison because I but, I do think it has elements of that. So yeah. You know. it, it is meant for a wider audience where Forza Motorsport is meant for people who care about cars. I jumped um, back and started playing because I know we talked about this, but like yeah. I started, I played like for like an hour the other night, just like, I'm oh, like, I got four. I've had four on for a while. So like, I, I always, I jumped into it. If, but like, if, you'll I play, so many... if you'll play it again, I'll download it. Cause I oh, yeah, like Forza. Like, I'll jump into, cause like uh, I have several achievements that I'm like this close to getting. And I'm like, fuck, okay. I just gotta, I gotta rally some shit. Uh, I mean, I feel I'm like, like I feel like there was a driving game that was announced last week that Mike, you would be. Is it the cruising would... game? It was cruising. Oh, shit. Was it the cruising game? Cruising guy. Cruising. Um, I think I would like Forza more. It's not that I would like it more, but I feel as though there was a version of me that would enjoy the game a lot, but that version of me would have the setup to go with it. He would be the guy with the steering wheel and the yeah. pedals, and oh, he would get, shit. like, the good screen and shit. We get, we get Mike a fucking, fucking steering wheel setup? And he would, just, he would just relax by sitting down and cruising around. But that's the Mike, same Mike that you, would put it, the effort into playing uh, Flight Sim. Mike, if you want to become, like, our Flight Sim guy... Or our oh, I'm definitely or, playing. Or, or, Mike, or, you gonna play some fight sim with me? Because I know, like, I feel like how do, we, definitely how do you play fight sim together? I don't. What do you mean? I'll up. be your co-pilot. You can be my co-pilot. We'll fucking go visit each other's houses and shit. Wait, is that a thing? You can fly planes together? I mean, I, I don't see why you couldn't. I have no idea though. Like, don't quote oh, me. Oh, I have that. no idea. I don't think that's a thing in the game. Too. I think Todd just made a video game up. <laughs> I did too. Um, he also Mike, said, "We'll fly to each other's houses." As no, if that's, it, that's, it used, as no, if that's used, a possibility. It uses Google Maps. Like, I'm pretty sure, like everything's like legit. Yeah, but I can't oh, land here. No, you can land on your roof. You can't do that. You can't land a plane on Mike's roof. <laughs> that's not how this works. I, um, the, the one time I played it, the game yelled at me once I fucked up. Like I, an, I, I did something. I did something catastrophic and said, "No, this, this I, is over." I also downloaded it on PC Game Pass and tried to play it, and it is very complicated. Good, overwhelmingly complicated. Perfect. I could not get my plane to take off the runway. It was too difficult. I crashed the plane yeah. on the runway multiple yeah, times, yeah, and then, I, and then I, and then I said, "Oh no, I'm never playing this game again because I can't oh. do this." But Mike, if you want to become the fucking Forza Horizon guy or the fucking flight simulator guy for the for PTC, we can we can maybe expend some things, Mike, and get you what you need to be that guy. 
Yeah, it seems like a lot of work. We can talk about this. We can talk about this. We can figure this out. We can figure this out. If you want to dive deep, if you want to be that guy, build a cockpit in your office. Who's to say I won't let that goal be achieved? Who's to fucking say? I'll open up the fucking the past the controller coffers and make make some fucking make some purchases. I think Mike already built a cockpit in his office. Oh yeah. <laughs> Okay. I have no idea. What, I have no idea what Dom was talking about. <laughs> Clip that out. Mike's got a cockpit in his office. Um. Anyways, um. Yeah. For me, I mean, other than the stuff we talked about, Halo is probably the big, big guy for me. Uh, Redfall. I'm hopeful for. I'm intrigued because it's in Massachusetts. Yeah, I just don't care about like trailers like that. But I, like, I know I'm gonna. It's like Arcane, so like all day long, you know. Yeah. I yeah. I think Todd would like it because it's Arcane. I, t- Dom may also like it because it's because of Arcane. I don't think Dom's played an arcade game, Arcane game, but I do think he would like their games. Um, well, you, you know what? I probably would like Somerville, if only because it has a very inside vibe. Because I believe it's made by at least one of the people involved in that game. Mike, I am one million now percent realizing that you actually don't listen to anything. I, I, do listen. I don't listen that to anyone guys. says because no. Todd specifically brought up Somerville and said it's made by ex Play Dead people. It's made by one. That... Made by one. I think it's. I think there's two of them, and they they split. They split off. They had a very oh, shit. bad. Mike course. knows more about Somerville than Todd. Fuck. Mike's the <laughs> fucking Play Dead expert. Todd's fucking. I think. I think I think I might enjoy Redfall too because it's made by Arcane Studios. I've never played anything by Arcane Studios. <laughs> this is the. It worst also takes place in Massachusetts. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. It um, takes place in Somerville, the same place as Somerville. I believe Mike said it takes place in a fictional Massachusetts city. Is that correct, Mike? I have not looked at the map. If someone can find Redfall on, on a map of Massachusetts, then I will eat my words. But I've never. Yeah, it's, it's right Redfall I know. the name of the town. I think they said it takes place in Redfall, Massachusetts. Ah, which, yeah. interesting. I know Orange exists. Orange does, it does exist. exist. Which um, I think is weird. There might also be a Florida, Massachusetts, or maybe I'm just thinking about Orange still. No, there's there's a Florida, Massachusetts as well. Um, I'm excited for that. I think honestly, I think the Microsoft Showcase was really strong. It had a lot of really good games on there that that uh that were exciting. I mean, there were a lot of good announcements to come out of there. A lot of games coming to Game Pass, including, um. Back for Blood, which I had the chance to play in the technical alpha earlier in the year or last year. I can't even fucking remember at this point. But if you are a fan of Left 4 Dead at all, obviously it's very clear with the marketing that they're trying to tell you. It's made by X people that worked on Left 4 Dead. Um, in my opinion, based on what I played in the alpha, it is everything you would want a Left 4 Dead sequel to be. Um, but it's coming to Game Pass day one, which is in my opinion, fucking bonkers. Um, so I'm really excited for that announcement. Like, I was getting going to get back for Blood regardless. The The fact that it's coming to Game Pass was a huge announcement for me because that's 60 bucks I would have spent anyway. So now I'm going to spend that 60 bucks on another game. So now I get another game uh, that I maybe wasn't going to buy day one. So there's that going for it. Um, I was really happy with Nintendo's Direct. Um, I was already going to get things like Shin Megami Tensei Five. I was happy with what I saw. I thought it looked really good. Uh, Metroid uh, Dread was a thing that was rumored to be happening um, for a long time. Obviously, there was rumors that a two-day Metro was going to show up at this E3. Um, I'm super excited about that game. The trailer did okay for me but watching some of the gameplay from the treehouse presentation afterwards 
uh really sold me on that game yeah so I, feel hoping... like that was a, I don't think that was a good trailer like i think the game's probably gonna be great but like i don't think that trailer did it justice i don't know i i think with a game like that it's just like it's a 2d game stylized in 3d graphics that like yo as long as it's 20 bucks you know it should be fine yeah okay Todd. uh i, I think that's a hard you're, game you're to gonna showcase. tell me that game is better than hollow knight i mean who's to say we'll see we'll you know what i mean Wait, did you guys bring up uh, Metroid Dread yet? <laughs> Mike, have you heard this of the game called Metroid Red, Metroid Dread? Metroid yeah, I Red was hoping Dead it was named Metroid Red Dead Redemption, which <laughs> sounds like <laughs> I play that game. Dread Red Redemption. Um, yeah, I'm excited but for no, that. I'm excited for Red, uh, Dread too. Yeah, I, I think that looks really good. It it kind of so. Uh, one of my friends, uh, Matt, uh, DJ Stormageddon, who hosts a fucking million podcasts. Um, I was actually a, a guest on his side questing show, which I talked about the messenger for, for a little bit. So you can check that out. Um, he is super excited about that. He loves Metro fusion and he started playing through, uh, all of the Metroids. To leading up to this um because i believe this is a sequel to metroid fusion and i believe metroid fusion is a sequel to super metroid so if you i don't know i'm part of me is like fuck do i want to like bust out my 3ds and play through some of these games leading up to it because i mean full disclosure i've never finished super metroid i've never played metroid fusion and i've never played metroid uh samus returns so only my... metroid I ever finished was a nintendo one the, the very first one Oh, I've never even finished that. I've played a lot of it. The only Metroid games I have finished is Metroid Prime 1 and 2, I believe. Oh, so, I finished the first. Yeah, first Prime. Yeah, that's so, good. like, I'm my, I've played a lot of Metroid. I like Samus as a character, and I like that universe, but, like, I have not played a lot of Metroid games. I think so. this game's going to sell? Because, you know, that seems to be the problem uh, with Metroid. So, yes, historically, it is a problem with Metroid. I think it will sell on the Switch, and also I think that, like, a lot of Metroid fans out there are adults now and they have disposable income. So I think this will sell. I think this will be a game that like the, the Metroid fan base has been waiting this for this for a long fucking time. I think this game will, will, will do well in comparison to what I think Nintendo is projecting this game to do. Like, will this game sell over 10 million copies that I don't know. Will it sell good for a Metroid game? Yes, I think so. I, I wouldn't be shocked if, at some point this year, the game comes out in October. I wouldn't be shocked by the end of the year if you don't see Metroid Dread is the best-selling Metroid game of all time. Like, I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if that is the case, um, which is great. I hope it happens because I hope that also inspires Nintendo to do this for more of their franchises. I would love to see, I'm sure many people would love to see, uh, I, I'm positive many people would love to see F-Zero get this treatment. No, no Star one wants Fox. F-Zero. But like, like, I don't understand the F-Zero hype. Like, like, listen, that game was fun, but like, that game did nothing crazy. Fucking, I just listen, don't understand. It, like, Nintendo is nostalgia. Nin that game would never do well. Nintendo is. Nintendo is in the place now where like they're firing on all cylinders with their A-level S-tier fucking franchises. They now have the ability to also fire on that same level with their B-level fucking franchises like star fox metroid f-zero kid is f-zero even a franchise at this point i mean like, you... there's a few games in that friend i mean there's super metro uh super metroid there's fucking super nintendo there's gamecube uh i can't remember if there was an n64 f-zero i think there was there, there was, was the arcade 
F Zero. I mean, GX. GX was the GameCube one, I believe. Uh, so there was GX for the GameCube and AX, which was the arcade version. Um, there was there was an N sixty four version. But I, I think there remember. was too. Yeah, I mean, I think there are enough I, people. I'm gonna that go like on the limb and say it was called F Zero sixty four, but uh, it's possible. Yeah, but I Nintendo has the luxury now of like they have their big franchises firing all cylinders, arguably putting out the best game in those series to date. Um, F Zero, Star Fox, Kid Icarus, we're getting Metroid, we're getting two Metroid games. Uh, those games all deserve the love, and I think that, that we will get them soon. I think this is. It I was think F Zero X. X. Okay. I think if if this Metroid game sells well. I think this will be a sort of like flagpole for Nintendo to gauge like, okay, can some of our mid-tier, less supported franchises succeed? And I think this will will push them to dig deeper into that well. Um, and I think a lot of people will be excited for that. Um, outside of that, I mean, there were a lot of indie announcements that I was excited about. You guys named a few. I mean, Tunic getting getting some support and love in in future release dates excite it excites me 12 minutes getting a release date excites me um sable getting a release date excites me i'm excited for that game uh there was a game that i am in the process of playing uh called toem which is like a black and white uh indie game that is a uh photography game that i am very excited about um so there, there were a lot of cool announcements. There was a game uh, called uh, Terra Nil that was a Devolver game uh, that is like a reverse city builder game where you're basically the environment trying to take back the environment, which uh, looks really cool. Um, Jesse did a preview for that over on Prima Games, so you can check that out. But that game looks fucking sweet. Um, yeah, there's there's a there's a lot of games this this year. I think there there were a lot of things to be excited about. Um I think ultimately, you know, for the big big stuff, Halo Infinite, uh Breath of the Wild sequel and Metroid Dread are probably the big ones for me. Forza Horizon, I guess too. Um But yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Anyone else have anything they want to add before we wrap things up? nailed it no. i i will say i will say i'm i'm excited for hopefully next year things to return to physical in-person events simply because i feel like this digital format with all of these things summer game fest and fucking e3 and anything else around that time is just it's almost overwhelmingly too much stuff and like it's so spread out that it's hard to keep track really of a lot of this shit and i kind of would like to see some of this stuff a little more condensed and put into a more compact manner that we can digest easily because i just feel like there's a lot going on and i know a lot of us are still at home or have more time at home and it's i don't know it still just feels like a lot um i will say too i'm intrigued by that new <laughs> borderlands game tiny tina's game i think that could be very interesting after the last game i'm just fucking like but let's see what they can put out there but yeah we'll see we shall see but anyways thank you so much for listening to this week's episode episode 263 of the past control podcast as always if you're a friend of the show fan of the show want to help support the show 
You can do that in a few different ways. You can go to patreon.com slash passcontroller, become a patron. You can go to passcontroller.threadless.com and buying some sick, sick swag. Or, you know what? If you don't have a few bucks going around, you want to help support the show, you can do that by just sharing the show on social media, letting a friend know about the show, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever reviews can be left for podcast shows. It really helps us grow our audience and let more people find us out there in the world. If you want to keep up with us and what we do, uh, you can find everything we do at pastthecontroller.io. You can find uh, pastthecontroller on Twitch at twitch.tv slash pastcontroller and on Instagram and Twitter at pastcontroller. You can find me at bgroom. You can find Mike at underscore Mike O Path. You can find Todd at underscore no underscore. You can find Todd at beer me up toddy. Wait, what the fuck? Toddy underscore by underscore nature. And you can find Dom at ptc underscore one little spark and i don't know about you but this is my tie starting to hit and i got a busy weekend ahead of me and apparently i have to go to the fucking beach tomorrow yay me so we'll see you next time and thank you so much for listening to this week's episode episode 263 of the past control podcast until next time